Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing a weekly dive of all the news, discussion, and condensed nerd talk you need for virtual reality gaming every Friday. I'm Ray McAfee, producer and editor of this podcast. I also have a ton of echo going on. I am realizing as I'm I'm in a new room, so there's so much echo. <laughs> I was like, I thought, well, we're in a new room here, as you can see, but he's in a new room. Right, where right. He's at, oh, personally, like so that's what's causing yeah. it. Well, I'm I'm Jay Brat. I'm a VR YouTuber and streamer who's in the same room as usual. <laughs> I'm Destiny Wheeler, entrepreneur and VR enthusiast. And uh, we do not have Adam with us tonight. He will be taking a bit of a break. So we'll let you know when you get to see him again. But in the meantime, we can have all the guests we want. Yay. So tonight we have a very special guest, Potato Batman. <laughs> Is it? Well, I mean, like all your usernames are Potato Batman. Batman. Yeah, yeah, like... right. yeah. The, the story behind that is just because originally it was Batman, like normally, but like I kept playing games where people had stolen the name already. So then I just got rid of the A and no one takes that. So it just stuck and it's Fair like enough. that forever now. <laughs> nice. So he's a VR rec rem, rec rem, rec room yes, YouTuber. Rec rem. Um, <laughs> welcome to the show, Potato Batman. Uh, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, so uh, my name is Potato Batman. Um, like you said before, I am a Rec Room content creator. I like to make funny gameplay videos, or at least try to be funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm yeah, I'm good friends with Jay Brett, which is how I actually got on the podcast, which is epic because I've been waiting forever, and I'm very nepotism. Excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> friends, not family. There's there, it's friendmatism. Friendmatism. Oh yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on the show, man. If you have not already picked it up, audience, we are here in VR right now. A lot of you are probably listening in on the podcast. Well, there's some action going on over on our YouTube channel. We are live streaming as we speak. We got chat pulled up in little fancy VR windows, and uh, we're we're not we're not going to talk too much to chat during the actual recording. But we have an after hours session that is happening after the podcast where we will be interacting with the live chat. And it's going to be so fun. So if you want in on all the VR action, consider heading on over to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast YouTube channel. And <clears throat> I need to scroll down my script. One second. <laughs> I keep forgetting to do that. I usually do that when like you guys are doing the intros, but I don't know. The Christmas has set me off my game. So we will be running this podcast in just two sections tonight. First, we have our VR gaming news section. We're going to be talking about the uh, the news of the week regarding the VR industry. Second, we will be talking about a well. We'll have a discussion. The section, the, the section, the discussion section changes week to week. This week, we will be talking about Rec Room's explosive growth, funding, and what its launch on Xbox means for VR and flat screen players. It's super interesting. I'm actually really looking forward to that discussion. Um, though last week we covered our favorite VR moments and releases of 2020. It was a big 2020 VR wrap up for the Full Dive Gaming Podcast. Be sure to check that out. That's episode 33 last uh, last week. Check it out, guys. It was awesome. With that, we're going to just get some quick Q and A because we love our audience. So if you want in on the Q and A section, you want to submit your questions. These all come from the discord and Patreon. Consider joining either of those um, $5 a month at Patreon. Obviously the discord's free, um, but you can guess where the preference is <laughs> and uh, uh, you can get your questions here on the podcast. And Jay, you have our first question. Our first question comes from K27, who actually designed this room you see us in. Yeah. K27 asked nice. a complicated question. He said, if you all swapped your avatars in an upcoming <laughs> podcast, would it cause some sort of body disassociation in your mind? And so what he means is, like, we use our same avatars typically every week. They always look the same. We always see each other's avatars. So, like, if we switched each other up, would it, would it cause an issue for me to see Rip looking like me? Or me looking like Rip and hearing my voice come out of him. And I mean, I think we're going to have to investigate that a little more. I don't know. I, I don't really see my own avatar enough that I think I have a huge association with it. Right. So I don't know that it would, but it would definitely be weird to see him and mine. That, that would throw me off my game. Or, or Destiny, to see me and yeah. hers would probably be really weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah for I, sure. I mean, yeah. I, I feel think... Like... 
You go, you Destiny's go. would be the most different because she's so darn short. <laughs> so, <laughs> wearing her avatar, I'd be like looking up at everyone and be like, "What? This is a new view." That would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't play much uh, of VR chat, but like for Rec Room, I know a lot of other people have like worn my skin before, or like my outfit. Sorry, um, and like mm-hmm. that is like throwing me off heaps. Like I, <laughs> I always forget like who they are. <laughs> I have to like keep checking their profile, trying to figure out mm-hmm. <laughs> who I'm talking to. It's it's really trippy um so yeah, yeah. I, I do have a problem because I, I definitely like look at the person and what they look like to figure out who they are like i know i can see their name but oh. I, don't, I don't look at that until later so like i use right the, the person's like character to figure out who they are so that would mess me up so much right right that makes sense and it, it is a little more a little different in rec room because in rec room you know it's such like the the vr chat you're so used to all these people wearing such crazy stuff and people in vr chat like just swap avatars constantly throughout like a playstation Mm -hmm. just i don't know showing off their avatar collection whereas in rec room it's more of like your identity is more focused on like how you've built your avatar yeah um so there's, there's a bit of difference there depending on what platform yeah we'll have to find out okay All right, I'm going to tell us the next question. This one's from Kosin Sagara. That's as close as I think I'm going to get. What's the best VR simulation for... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this isn't... For those of you who are aware of the, the, the latest news, um, uh, you'll understand this one. What's the best VR simulation for storming the White House? Why did we accept this question, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> it's so relevant. It's like a Naruto. Also, Naruto I think it's because doesn't Payday <laughs> actually have that exact mission? Isn't that a thing? Oh, well, there you I go. Think, if you yep. if you feel like you missed out on the action, <laughs> oh my god, good lord, oh man. <laughs> Payday 2 in VR. I, th- I think literally it was a dollar for the game yesterday, but now the, the Steam sale's oh. over, so I think it's back up to $10. But I literally, I'm for very certain it has an actual White House uh, mission in it. What? So, mm-hmm. yeah. No, that, I, that, I mean, it. that's exactly, that's the perfect answer. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just to throw a last question in there, because it's... Yeah. <laughs> God, I cannot believe we put that in the script. Um, <laughs> uh, and so, <laughs> and uh, to answer some questions in the uh, chat, because um, I think it's relevant this um, this particular time, some people are asking if we're using Rec Room this week. Yes, we are using Rec Room this week. Um, just just for clarification, what is you know? Well, maybe maybe we'll see more of this. I don't know. There's some there's some pluses and minuses it. to both. <laughs> true we might i know you guys have some big rec room audiences but uh, yeah well wait, you know maybe we'll tap into tap into that audience we'll find out okay destiny you got the last question yes so up next we have one from twills he asked what games are quest and pcvr compatible so this one i thought was a really mm. interesting game because i'm not sure if we've touched on that but uh um, not so explicitly Right. It, it, I mean, it makes sense, especially with the Quest 2 coming out. So um, I believe like obviously the social ones like Rec Room, VR Chat, but then there are a couple other games like Beat Saber. If you get it on the Oculus Store only, Population 1, Iron Lights, Poker Stars VR, Onward, Echo VR, again on Oculus platforms. And I'm sure there are some others. Um, can you all think of any? I mean, those yeah, are the big ones few. for sure. Yeah. 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 The tricky thing too, you got to be careful because some games like Beat Saber, you can play with your quest with your friend on his Rift if he owns the Oculus version. But a lot of Rift owners buy all their games on Steam and right. you can't always necessarily play them together. So some games like Population 1, everybody can play together where Beat Saber, it's like, oh, you can play with your friends on PC if they're on the Oculus version. So that's where it gets tricky. Plus with Beat Saber, oh, yeah. Plus with Beat Saber, you need to have like an external way of talking because you can't talk to your friend in VR in Beat Saber itself because I, I don't know. They just don't have microphones no for, I chat. Guess, for multiplayer, which makes sense. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, it's probably not the best game yeah. to play with your friends if you want to have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You conversate with your sabers. 
<laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I was disappointed with how I, I wish there was a little bit more like social stuff when Beat Saber multiplayer once they released it. It was pretty good. It was such a conundrum to release in the first place. But man, I, I think I, mean, I think they, they still could a... do it a little bit better. Don't yeah. they have like a, a flag way of communicating with people? You know, like put the flag up, put one to the side. You know, like they do that for like sailing ships and stuff. You could do that. Really? Yeah, like in real life. <laughs> in real life, you have like, like yes and no flags. Right. You do that with the sabers and then you can communicate. <laughs> it's real slow. And you have to focus on that while you're hitting your own notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just in between notes, just do a, do a signal and then get going. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> oh wow <laughs> all right and with the q a wrapped up i'm gonna head us into the new segment uh but first we want to quickly tell you about our favorite sponsor jay tell them tell them all about it if you have been here before you know who asterian is but if you have not asterian is a company that makes the most gorgeous vr stand i think that any of us own or have ever even seen it's this amazing universal minimalist style rgb clear acrylic stand any vr headset fits on it you can switch it to light up any color pretty much of the rainbow you want or you can even use it without it it sits there it holds your headset and it has an extra usb port on the side so if you got a quest you're charging your quest if you got controllers that need to be charged you're charging your controllers with that it keeps everything in the same spot ready to go and gorgeous you get five dollars off if you use the code full dive at asterianproducts.com and that's of any order 19.99 or more if you need to know how to spell full dive asterian any of that Check the description. Check the show notes. Check anything everywhere. We've got this ready for you to go. Go get yourself an Asterian Aura stand or even their new Vertex, which holds a set of headphones on it. And I've been rocking my little kitty ear razor one right next to my computer now on my Vertex. It's gorgeous. So, yeah. Asterianproducts.com. <laughs> he knows. He knows it looks great. Gorgeous. <laughs> we cannot recommend this thing enough fellas the like you said these things are amazing we all own one they're they get you they get your headset out of the box just 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 pick up one of these you will not have one but i would get one if i had money (laughs) well get some money together and use our code full dive to get five dollars off <laughs> well, we've actually we've got Orange here, uh, Orange not dumb here in the chat. He actually just said something really nice on one of the posts that I had made, and Asterian contacted him and sent him a stand for free just for the nice things he said oh, about nice. it. That is, awesome. so yeah, they're awesome. There's more than one place. <laughs> if I could have one for free yeah, as well, that would be very epic. Just email me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Only got to ship it to it's Australia. Like, no it, big deal. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With that, we're going to hop into the news. Jay, you got the first news segment. Oh, this this one brings me a little sadness. Who remembers Minecraft? I know. I tried to get into the beta of Minecraft Earth. If you don't know what Minecraft Earth is, you remember Pokemon Go, where you looked through your camera into the real world and you saw Pokemon in the real world? Minecraft was kind of the same idea. You looked through your phone and you built something in the real world out of Minecraft blocks. You had to travel around and find your resources and your blocks to build. So you had to walk around the real world and play this. Well, Minecraft Earth is going to be discontinued uh, in June of 2021. Their blog stated, uh, quote, Minecraft Earth was designed around free movement and collaborative play, two things that have become near impossible in the current global situation. As a result, we have made the difficult decision to reallocate our resources to other areas that provide value to the Minecraft community and end support for Minecraft Earth in June 2021, end quote. So the the nice thing they're going to do here, they're going to take out all the microtransactions for the rest of the time so that if you're in there, you could just play everything to the fullest and see what you get with it and uh, try to do something with it. But I, I actually never ended up playing it. I tried to get into the beta and I totally missed the boat. And now I have fully missed the boat. So I'm sad. Mm. That's unfortunate. I know. I'm so sad they're ditching this. There was some really cool stuff. And I, if I remember correctly, this was going to play a bit into the Microsoft HoloLens. It was supposed to, at some point, kind of be integrated with that so you can use the Microsoft HoloLens to see all these awesome creations in, like, AR in, like, spaces where people had used Minecraft Earth, which was such a cool idea. But alas, for another century, maybe. Yeah. Are they yeah, saying this because anything. of, like, COVID? Yeah, because yeah. you need to be able to go around and pick up stuff, like walk around and get your supplies in the real world. Kind of like Pokemon Go, you had to go catch Pokemon outside, you know? Mm-hmm. And so they're saying yeah, they basically sure just launched it. would not great for the company if they released a game that required people to go outside to play. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just bad timing, Pokemon, really. Which is funny because I mean, Pokemon Go is like doubling down on it. They just released like a big update with <laughs> like they're not <laughs> they're not giving up. They're like play yeah. your own risk. Screw isolation. <laughs> not reliable. <laughs> <laughs> no, true yeah you cannot sue us for this uh yeah, yeah i i think it, also it just it wasn't just the pandemic i think that from some of the reviews i've seen and stuff it it didn't have the level of just excitement and fun that pokemon go had so right. it i think that's they're kind of you they might be kind of using this as like a a second reason you know i don't want to say an excuse but another way to say oh well this didn't work because of the pandemic so we're going to pull out but even if the pandemic hadn't happened they might still be pulling out at this point it just might not have been profitable or worth it for them so that's speculation i don't know that for sure but i kind of have a feeling because it wasn't the most amazing reception when it came out uh i feel like that could be a big big reason right (sighs) it is sad Especially, I, I I have a personal love for Minecraft, so this is like, yeah. it like my my favorite one or not my favorite, but one of my favorite games. I probably got my most hours in Minecraft playing that in like middle school. It's sad to see it go. <laughs> Minecraft, it's, it's sad. It's but it's also it's augmented reality, which we don't have a lot of games <laughs> that, and that's something right. as VR fans, we're all excited to see where's augmented reality going to be, what's it going to be, and so to see something fall off this early, it just kind of it's disheartening too. Yeah, especially since it was such a big company, like especially so like Minecraft was like a big company. So if they had released something like that, that might have given a big push for smaller companies mm-hmm. to follow as well. So, yeah, definitely. Now it's back to just Pokemon Go and whatever its predecessor was. I forget the name of it. All right. I'm going to move us on. <laughs> Destiny, <laughs> you got our next news piece. Yes. So up next, we have news from Upload VR. They have published a list of seven things to do to help you overcome VR motion sickness. So I wanted to see if we've tried any of these and if we've had any success. So the first one would be small steps. So just taking I mean, like a slow approach into VR a little bit at a time. I I, I think everybody else, I'll kind of let go. I've, I've introduced so many people to VR. I've done so many things. So I'd love to hear kind of what you guys have tried, haven't tried, what you think of it. So I'll, I'll kind of go last on these, I think. All right. Well, when they say small steps, do they mean small steps like local motion or small steps like IRL? Like, like, like 10 like minutes like at a time, like it? baby steps. Yeah. Oh, oh I see. Not literal then, steps. Then yes. <laughs> I, I know. I was thinking that too. I literally was thinking little steps until he said that just now. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so it's like, that well, makes so make much more sense. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm yeah. not sure how much it would help if you just did this. Then you're just like, hang on, guys. I'm coming. Like... I'll catch up for the raid. Just wait just... for me. <laughs> I don't want to get sick. I can get motion sick real quick. <laughs> <laughs> just close my it's eyes. On the list, but it, it might need to be actually. In the back. It might, <laughs> might make a, it might oh, make a man. difference. Uh, I, I think that that is actually the best way to long-term fix it. Like the, all the, mm-hmm. a lot of the things on the list I think are like for this time, for this time to get you through it. But like this, set a timer, 10 minutes if you know 15 minutes makes you sick. 15 minutes if 20 minutes makes you sick. Keep doing that and that's the way you're going to build up that tolerance to where you can play for a while in VR. I think this is yeah, a long-term I, yes. solution. Yeah, because I know when I first got my VR headset, um, like I, well, I was able to play for pretty much the whole battery life, but obviously I didn't want to put it down. Um, but like once it got to like the three hour um, point, like after I plug it in and I'm playing and stuff, um, like I would start to get like really sick. Like I need to take off the headset, mm-hmm. sit in front of the aircon, just like breathe, like <laughs> just because like I get really sick. But like now I could I could play for like a week straight and I wouldn't feel anything at all. Like, cause you definitely get used to it. Like mine isn't as bad as like other people's first experiences with a VR. Um, but like, I know I would get pretty sick after like three hours and like now I could go like whole day, two days and like nothing. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think out of everything on this list, that's probably just been one of the most helpful things with me, even though I do still feel a little bit, definitely not near as much in the beginning. And I think that is why, because, you know, building that tolerance, Mm-hmm. so yeah. next uh-huh. one um next one list have has someone or no have someone else tell you it'll be okay 
this one? I'm not sure. I've, that sounds I, so dumb. I don't know about that. Yeah, that's. I don't think somebody cheering you on is going to do much. Like, <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> this was such a weird one because they said that this yeah. was based on a study that was done of naval cadets who were going on the ship. And they said the ones that were told that you're not going to get, oh, you're not going to get sick on the ocean. You're going to be fine before going on. It dramatically reduced their chances. Right. So, so maybe, I don't know, maybe it helps people before you put them in VR. Say, don't mm. worry, you're not going to get sick. Like that seems like right. such a dangerous up. thing to do. It seems so risky. Well, I mean, it is a, well, okay. Motion sickness is a mental problem. It's not a physical one, um, which is in, Cease, actual seasickness is in fact a physical problem and not a mental one. So it is if if it works for something as extreme as seasickness, where your body is literally moving around and your visual and all your visual cues are telling you it shouldn't be happening. Um, if if you know if a placebo thing so much as like, don't worry, you're not gonna get seasick. I promise you. And if that works, maybe some maybe motion sickness from vr which is a, a little bit different of a phenomenon not quite as intense maybe maybe that like helps i, I could see it yeah maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah, we, we all know that the placebo it. effect works like when when someone tells you something is like going to do something and you believe it enough then it will happen like like within your body <laughs> um like we we know it right. works so i guess it's not like out of the picture um because i know i've done some things mm -hmm. like one time when i was exercising i have no idea why the one time i was exercising i was pumped i was so ready i knew i was gonna do it <laughs> and i blitzed through all of my pbs and like like one day and i was like super tired that day and like just because my mentality mm -hmm. was there i just destroyed like everything Right. The hype could be real. <laughs> All right. So the number three is eat ginger. I, I mean, I could see this. Like, it definitely helps, especially like, you know, when pregnant women feel nauseated, they'll eat like ginger cookies mm -hmm. and stuff. But I think maybe in general, instead of it just being ginger, it could be like even just like crackers, period. That's what I found helped me. Like when mm. I would feel really sick, like I would just kind of like munch on some crackers and drink some water and feel a little bit better. But so, yeah, I could see that working. Yeah. I mean, this is ironic. This is kind of also like there's a lot of studies that ginger helps. There's some studies that have claimed it's just a placebo thing. So, you know, is this also a placebo thing? I don't know. A lot of this, right. you know, a, a lot of these suggestions are going to be basically placebos. They're going to be mental tricks to get your brain to be like, OK, things are fine. When without that, your brain will be going, what is happening here? Um, so yeah, it, it makes, I, I did the ginger thing, but I just straight up ate ginger and it was tasted awful, but it worked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, ginger snaps. You're saying, crackers, you're saying ginger, eat ginger snaps or get some ginger. Like, that actually has ginger. ginger. <laughs> did you peel it? No, like don't peel it. You just really chew <laughs> I got, um, well, I used to, I used to get motion sickness a lot when I was young, just like on road trips and stuff. So I already knew that that worked for me to have like, not, not just straight like dry ginger, but like, uh, like, um, when it's like in a jar and like wet, I forget what that's called. Um, wet ginger, uh, like minced ginger. <laughs> You're talking like pickled ginger. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like pickled ginger or minced. Yeah. Yeah. Like sushi ginger. That's, that's a perfect example. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I could see that. Um, and then mm -hmm. the next one is blow a fan on yourself. This one definitely for sure. I think cold air, or just a breeze in general and not yes. just like stagnant air definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that one's that one's a tried and true one because it gives your it, it beyond just your body not moving and it going things aren't moving by having a fan blowing at you. It gives your body a sense of presence and it allows you to your, your mind will have less trouble. Like it, it actually like de immerses you to some extent. But by by being a, that just that little bit less immersed, you'll you won't have that same motion sickness problem. Your your eye your brain won't be so troubled with what's going on with its eyesight, and still be like, I'm okay. There's some wind. Things are fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Makes sense for sure. And then you may have tried this since you said you've experienced this on the road, but Dramamine, like taking the little tablets for I it. I have not done that one. Oh, really? Nat has 
uh, it's, a, it's has, an over-the-counter yeah. medicine that is supposed to mm-hmm. make you not sick. But the problem is for her, it seems like the reason it doesn't is because it makes you so drowsy that you just couldn't get sick. Um, it, it just knocks you out. You have to take out. it like a certain amount of time or like in advance, you know, so yeah. the timing has to be right. But that's not fun mm-hmm. to be in VR and be all drowsy. People like it on flights, no. though, because then you just sleep through the whole flight. But yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's intense stuff. I don't know if I would mess with it with VR because you might fall asleep in VR. I actually saw a Reddit post <laughs> where someone did. They took too much. They fell asleep in a drive club oh VR and they woke up. They woke up in the Ferrari in VR and they were like, what? <laughs> rich now? Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's awesome. That's crazy. <laughs> All right. Up next is wristbands. What do they mean by this one? Have you ever uh, heard of C bands? Is what they're called? No. Yeah. I was like, I know there's you can get wristbands with like chemicals on them, which like. Well, there's that one. There's a chemical one that's kind of like the Dramamine, I think. But there's the C bands just have a pressure point that pushes in, and it's an acupressure type thing that pushes into your wrist in a spot where they say will actually reduce it. And again, it might be a placebo mm-hmm. effect, but with her and C bands, they work great for like car trips and stuff. She feels way better. She wears them. And it, oh, hey, really? to me, if it works, it works. I'm not going to question how right. it's a placebo effect. It works. I'm not going to question. So. <laughs> I, I do think that there's some, but there is also a company that's trying to market their product specifically at this as well. They're like, Band, I won't say their exact name, but they're banned, and they're selling for like $120 though. I would not take that. Oh my that god, risk. never pay that much. No, <laughs> no, no. That that that's too much. Yeah. C bands, you can get them on Amazon for like eight bucks. Yeah. That's Try much those more first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say we're not gonna talk about their last one. <laughs> if you want to see their last item, you might be able to make some guesses. Uh oh, head on okay. over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say the audience can maybe um, take a wild guess at that one, and you'll probably be right. Yeah. Medicinal, medicinal and, properties. <laughs> and uh, Upload VR had no trouble talking about it. So if you want to hear their full opinion, head on over to uploadvr.com and you can get their recommendations on motion sickness. See, I will say mine was just, I followed Reddit's advice and a lot of them were like this stuff, but there was a surprising amount of people that were like, I just went into Skyrim VR for like six hours and just like, I had no more motion sickness after that. And I kid you not, I tried that and it worked. So I will add my name to the list of people of try Skyrim VR for an absurd amount of time. (laughs) You will be cured. Just throw yourself in. (laughs) Yeah. Put yourself in the deep end. Sink or swim. (laughs) (laughs) all right jay you got a next news piece well speaking of motion sickness and its possible solutions so if you haven't heard of a company that makes cyber shoes they're called cyber shoes it's basically it looks kind of like a weird slipper that slips on the outside of your shoe and the bottom of it is a slippery surface so you've got your feet are wearing these slippers and then you have to sit down you're not going to stand in these you sit but you can walk with your little feet on the ground, and that's going to move you inside of the yard. So, <laughs> so ridiculous. It does look ridiculous. I feel like also you're typically sitting in a swivel stool with no back support. I feel like it would hurt my back, like holding myself yeah. up and moving my feet. Stop touching my hands, everybody. Uh, <laughs> the, the news about this is that they made a Kickstarter to make a Quest 2 specific pair. The campaign ended with triple its goal. They said, we need 30000 to get this going. It ended with $98,420. Oh that's that's wow, almost that is- $100,000 of awkward slipper shoes to run around VR. In. <laughs> that's a lot of money. People, yeah, people no, want solutions. They're actually pretty cool, though. They're actually pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, you can check them out on Instagram. They follow me. And so I'm like, I've seen their product. And um, I mean, especially in theory, like it does sound pretty cool. Like if you can't really afford or like justify having a massive treadmill in your house, you know, maybe a little little pair of slippers might do the job. <laughs> well, and you're sitting, so you're not going to get as tired as you are in a VR treadmill. The then it's perfect for the quest because like the one problem I had with these and any headset that has a wire, if you're spinning, spinning, spinning in your stool, eventually you're gonna mess up your cable. So this yeah. with quest, it makes sense. I just don't know still. I if it, if I'm standing in a game and running in a game, I want to stand and move. I still think it's gonna break the immersion too much for me, but I haven't tried them. I'd be open to try it and see. 
You know, it might be worth mm. it enough to get me sitting back down again to play games just for this, just for this simple fact. And and their other argument too is moving your feet is supposed to help you not get sick if you get sick, because then your body's like, oh, I'm actually moving. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. There there is a bit of a dilemma for these guys. Um, if you if you read um some of the articles about this, <laughs> so uh, this this comes from the people Cyber Shoes who who are making the, these shoes. They're saying. Basically, like, hey, everyone, thanks for all the money, but don't get your hopes too high because they have not found a way to get that. They, they basically need Oculus's explicit permission mm-hmm. and like the uh, uh, approval to make these work for games. It's not quite like a lot of the Steam Ooh. games where it's kind of like, yeah, plug in whatever you want. Right. With mm-hmm. Oculus Quest, it's it's a little bit more like trying to create an official apple device right you need it to be like oculus certified or whatever they want um which hasn't really been done before so we'll see if these guys have any luck but i'm not getting my hopes too high just saying it's you know facebook can kind of be a bit of a b when it comes to getting uh other developers involved getting other companies they they are quite bad about it to be frank so yeah. yeah, even just like people trying to bring games to Oculus, period, they have to jump through so many hoops. So, you know, I can't even imagine what they'll have to go through. Yeah, to get Oculus slippers. Like, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. There have been some, like, I know Anchor has been able to get some, uh, uh, like, uh, quote, Oculus approved, like, stuff, right? Where it's, like, really built for it. Um, and, uh, I don't know if what brand are these Kiwi? I don't know if Kiwi has, but th- those are like the two big ones making it like a lot of products and they, you know, they have a hard time. So I, we'll see. They've got a lot of money to make the thing. They have said it might end up just being something for um, like if, if you can root your Oculus Quest 2 or Oculus Quest, that might end up being the end route to getting these slippers working. So we'll see. We will see. All right. I'm going to move us on to the next news piece. Unfortunately, this is, this is sad for, well, not too sad. I don't mind this actually personally, but I know a lot of people will be sad. Um, if you are a prospective Oculus Quest 2 buyer, it seems that the Oculus Quest 2 is still back ordered right now. Orders are sometimes taking anywhere from a week to several weeks to begin to ship for the start of 2020. The United States in particular. Hmm? 2021. What? 2020? What did I say? Oh, oh, God damn it. Uh, So the U.S. in particular has been having a lot of trouble. A lot of those orders that were placed in late December. Well, it's going to be probably as late as late January or even February to get your orders in. If If you got Cyber Monday orders, then you probably already have it. They actually were pretty good going into the holidays about making sure the stock was there but it looks like they really just did like a bulk build and are now having trouble because coronavirus means that they just haven't been able to keep it up they they said that the coronavirus shouldn't affect them too much but i, I mean I, every hardware developer out there right now is having trouble so yeah, they've fallen victim that- yeah, because I know that I Go want ahead. to get a Quest 2, but uh, like it has the Quest 2 with a lead strap as an option to buy, but the one with the battery pack is still not available for me. Like it was available yeah. before, and now it's just not, and it just is not available, and I'm checking it like all the time because I want to buy it, and it's just not there. <laughs> yeah, it's super, yeah, it's it's really unfortunate. So we'll, we'll see if they start making it. There is, however, a little silver lining in this. This is actually the part I'm excited about. Um, they because of the slowdown in production for all these headsets, they are actually still selling the Oculus Rift S. They're 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 only old by like two years now, but it, apparently it's ancient technology. And as far as Facebook is concerned, um, they had said that by 2021 they plan to discontinue the Rift S and it wouldn't be sold on the Oculus Store anymore. But it's still being sold, so they I guess they changed their mind. Maybe they just are taking, you know, if they're having so much trouble selling the their big brand new baby, the Oculus Quest 2, they can still go like, well, we're still making the same profit over here on the, the Oculus Rift S. Might as well just keep selling that while we can. Um, right. Or I don't it's know. like leftover inventory. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they're still selling that. So if you want to get an Oculus Rift S instead of the standalone Quests, 
you know, you got some options and it won't be from eBay, which is nice. <laughs> I think the scalpers like that, they're, they're finally happy now because they got those quest twos early and they couldn't believe how many were still available by Christmas. So now they're finally <laughs> right? like, yes, we can finally start to sell now's these things we've been sitting on. <laughs> yeah. Now's my time to <laughs> s- just screw everyone over by selling quest twos for $600. We, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. is, that, is, is that your Valentine's Day present you're hoping for? A quest two, very romantic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, husband, would you, you should watch the latest podcast we recorded. I just, I think it's got some really good points made in it. <laughs> hint, hint. The most romantic gift you could expect. Uh, well, I mean, and and the list shows like some places are still kind of getting them there. It's kind of all over the place. So there's, mm-hmm. there's a grid we're looking at of like the whole world and where it's better and where it's worse. But like Germany is still unavailable because I don't think it's, they still aren't letting it be sold period. It's not that they run out of stock. Germany like straight up blocked this thing. So yeah, you can't get it there still. You never could. Mm-hmm. Unlucky. <laughs> you never could. Not once. Yeah. Um, most, 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 um, most countries besides, the uh the u.s pretty much um either you can get it within a week or about two weeks it's really the u.s where it's just like you're looking at three four weeks so what's going we'll on see. with south Still... korea what's going <laughs> i don't know yeah it's kind of yeah. like two weeks or just straight up unavailable yeah the the rift s's are no longer available there but the quest and quest twos you can still get they're just they're delayed but it's basically saying mm-hmm. the rift s is not available there even though it's available pretty much everywhere else so weirdly yeah even in the u.s though if you get a rift s it may not come till the end of january as well which is kind of weird it's like mm-hmm. it's weird. It's rift s yeah you'd think they'd all be sold by now but i guess not mm-hmm. Yeah, super weird. All right, with that, I'm going to wrap up our new segment and hop us into the discussion. But first, we will tell you real quick about our sponsor. This week's new, or not new segment. We really got to edit that part. This week's opinion discussion section is brought to you by Asterian. Asterian, Asterian. offers high quality. You, <laughs> I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> Styrian offers high quality universal VR headset stands. These things are super sleek looking. They're miniature, miniature, minimal. They're minimalist. They are miniature. They're real. They're the perfect. Honestly, legitimate. They're like the perfect size. They're not. A lot of the VR stands are like practically bigger than the headset itself, which makes no sense. Uh-huh. Um. So this, you know, the these stands are really super sleek nice acrylic panel with rgb lighting they are just gorgeous and they get your heads yeah they get your headset out of the box it's universal so it'll work for any one of you you can just buy the aura and even if you upgrade headsets down the line it'll still work with your headset unless you attach like just a stack of bricks to the backside. it should still work (laughs) um and these, so these things are amazing. If you want to pick up a VR aura, uh, use the code Full Dive. That's F U L L D I V E at www.asterianproducts.com. We got links in the description. We got links in the show notes. Be sure to pick up one of these things, guys. They are awesome. We love love these products. And you get five dollars off. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> five dollars off any order nineteen ninety nine or more with that code. And with that, let's hop into our discussion segment. So, in the spirit of having Potato Batman here, as we said before, <laughs> it's freaking Rec Room. I'm, this is slowly making me not want to continue ah! using Rec Room. <laughs> we, need, we need separate seats. We're just too close to yeah. each other on the couch is the problem. Heads up, guys. For those, the for those... headset might die in a minute. Okay. Oh, all right. Let let, if you can... <laughs> well let us know when it happens so that we can pause um but uh <laughs> for those that are just listening in um here in vr rec room has this feature where whenever you like like i don't know like fist bump or high five or whatever just like that um it makes this snare drum sound and it's it it was it was funny the first two times <laughs> it gets so much more annoying when you add potions to the mix 
<laughs> oh my god it happens by accident me. so easy yeah <laughs> well, if you'd stop entering my bubble maybe it wouldn't be an issue it's mm-hmm. my bubble stay out <laughs> so Anyways. in the spirit of the snare drum sounds uh we're gonna talk about rec room because this game is honestly doing really well rec room's probably the biggest competitor to vr chat which is the biggest vr game um by still it's incredible margin compared to everything else it's ridiculous um i mean vr chat is not only a popular vr game it is within the top 100 steam games in general that's a tough list to get on um so rec room is doing really well though it's it's got some advantages of you know being a little bit more focused in its design and content so it's got really a streamlined experience you have more actual games and quote content in rec room as opposed to vr chat which is more of just like a social experience you know there's there's plus and minuses to both so rec room just recently had sort of announced that they've raised like 20 million dollars to expand the game which is a lot of money that's that i mean that's some pretty good money especially for vr games which tend to have pretty small budgets um yeah i mean what you gotta start working at record man well i am curious how they're going to spend that like is that just gonna be 20 million dollars in development is that gonna be 20 million dollars in reaching out in like branding and um and advertising i've talked before on this podcast i think rec room even more than vr chat is actually really set up to incorporate far more advertising than they currently take advantage of i mean you the, the nice thing about rec room not being just an open source everyone can upload anything sort of deal is that you can create exclusive content say i mean this will never happen but let's say coca-cola is like hey i went in on the rec room action they could sell their i don't know like vr coca-cola bottles and uh, you can still spend i think right yeah (laughs) and obviously you could still spend like i think you i think the way correct me if i'm wrong you two but I believe you're able to spend the like in-game currency that you just earned by playing. I think you can spend that on anything. So it's not like guaranteed that every purchase means that Coca-Cola gets money, but enough people would be impatient and want to buy it with real money that I think it's seriously worth it for more companies to really bring in their products, bring it into this VR space. And there's a ton of opportunity there. I really hope that some of this 20 million goes towards business outreach i think they have some real opportunity there yeah well i think i think right now i think they're focusing on development because i don't i think it's every week or every month or just every once in a while they do a ama so like basically a developer Mm -hmm. gets in a you know kind of like this where they just kind of sit and talk with each other um and like the i don't i don't know producer i don't know um ask the developer like what's going on um and yeah, so they do that every week, I think. Um, and yeah, it seems like every single week, all they're doing is just development because trying to like fix bugs, improve games, add new games. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly, I think right now they're focusing on fixing old bugs. Like there's a weird glitch sometimes where the character will like be super slow. Um, like I think right now, I think a lot of the money is probably just going to go to cleaning up the game because there's a lot of like old features and stuff that just have a lot of problems so all of that needs to get ironed out so i imagine they're going to spend a decent amount of money fixing and ironing out all of those bugs mm-hmm. they they said a big part of it is going to go to expanding their team they only have a 45 person team that did this so oh, you wow. think about it, if they raised 20 million that's like practically half a million a person basically for a 45 person <laughs> team but also a big me. chunk well a big chunk is going to go to this creator compensation program that they're starting. So like people create these rooms. This room was created by K27 who's here in the chat. If this room for some reason just blew up big and everyone was using this for their podcasts or for their meetings and stuff, this room would get a bunch of cheers and it'd be favorited by a bunch of people. And essentially with this creator compensation program, he could actually start getting paid off this room he made because of that. Oh, cool. The way this which is hmm. which is crazy because I've always thought like the future of video games, whatever video game figures out how to start paying people to be in their game, that's going to become a crazy future. And and Rec Room might start to dip their toes and it's going to get really complicated really quick though because a lot of the top attractions are people who have remade Five Nights at Freddy's in here, remade, you know, other things and they're going to get into all this dangerous copyright zone if they're paying people that are recreating other people's yeah. games. 
But right. to think that you could actually create something and make money off of it inside of a game, that's like that's like Ready Player One kind of future stuff. Like people aren't paying you from Patreon, people aren't paying you directly. You're actually making money from the game. That's that's nuts. That has a lot of implications. Yeah, so right now when you make a room, if it gets big enough, so I've I've gotten it before. I haven't been paid real money, but um when the room gets enough like visits and cheers and favorites and stuff, um you get paid like a ton of in-game tokens. I think like I made like a thousand at least off of my room that has like ten thousand visits. Um nice. so I've I've gotten paid like in-game currency, but not not paid in real life. Paying getting paid in real life would definitely be that other <laughs> for sure that's, that's pretty cool that they that still money. you know give you some kind of compensation yeah mm-hmm. yeah because yeah, you're doing it for fun but like if they can start if they can start changing the way people look at that and see that like you'd have people coming in here purposely making all kinds of things uh and and not just that rec room rec room is just amazing for so many other things like i i i don't i don't know if i told you potato but you guys know the stories of like i spent father's day in here with my dad when it was locked down and now i spent christmas in here with my entire family when it was locked down like (laughs) they've seen so many stuff like that during this pandemic they were saying like birthday parties math lessons lessons therapy sessions like all kinds of things have been occurring in this game because it gives you the ability to see and talk to each other like it's it's got a huge future and i I don't know if it'll ever be go up against VR chat for that, but it, it's definitely it has its own place separate from VR chat yeah. that is that is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This uh, this this game is especially like you said during coronavirus. This game has really just been an opportunity for people to socialize and do really fun activities, which I'm sure has contributed to that huge growth it's had. I kind of here. I'm gonna let you guys keep talking about. I'm gonna pull up. And see exactly how this game has been doing on Steam charts. Yeah, what are you pull two it up. giggling uh, they about did, over there? Uh, they <laughs> did say uh, <laughs> they did say that it hit number one on free games on Xbox when it came out, and Xbox doesn't even have VR, so that was just flat oh, wow. Rec Room hit number one on the free games. So that's probably from all the Xbox people who have seen the videos on YouTube of people playing this and having fun and like the creating and stuff, like and me. and the game is. The game is okay flat, but it's it's meant to be VR. I mean, it's so much better in VR. It makes me hope that yeah, there's like, something coming to Xbox. Um, mm. Like, that's what I noticed. Like, you know how I, I stopped playing the VR for like six months um, and then entire time didn't touch, like Rec Room, didn't look at Rec Room, think about it, whatever. Um, but then coming back, like I just imagine because like during I had still been playing like other games when I go to my friend's house, we might play like Smash Bros or something and that's fun. But then, like, I go back and playing VR again after six months, and it just, it's so much different, and it's so much better. Like, you don't think it would be that much, like, different. You think you'd just be playing, like, a video game again, like, just another one. Mm-hmm. But it's so different. Like, having a cleanse of, like, that long, coming back with, like, basically fresh eyes, and then, like, seeing everything for, like, the first time again was just so great. And, like, it just, like, made me, like, appreciate, like, so many things again. Like, VR is just so much better than playing, like, on a screen <laughs> so yeah. invest in vr guys it's so much better yeah. uh-huh. it, it needs some more support destiny you've only played a little bit of record but i know you've joined us in it and played a little bit mm-hmm. what were your what were your kind of impressions or even being in here tonight what do you think about it I like it. I do. It, I think it is very different than VR chat initially when I first got into VR and um cuz I told you alt space was like my for social experience so everybody was telling me you know don't lump the two together that there is a big difference like and and i see that i totally do vr i mean uh yeah vr chat definitely seems more social versus this one definitely the fact that you can play like games and there's all these other different aspects that vr chat doesn't have um so that's cool i mean i i do i like it but um i don't know i think my only thing is and maybe it's because you have to like earn to get different things for your avatar, but I don't like mine. <laughs> it's, just, it's just plain. Like I want, I want something cute. I mean, I like you get that could really be lucky my problem. when you're in the rec center. Something, someone might gift you something. I know I saw a video from someone I know recently where they gave away hundred thousand tokens. So uh, okay. they went into a random rec center and like whatever anyone asked for, they just gave it to them. So that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Oh wow. <laughs> That would be annoying. And 100,000, yeah, by the I way, is like a million dollars in real life. Like, it's a lot of tokens. Hey, <laughs> get that money. 
Yeah, it, it got, mm-hmm. I know, because I bought 10,000 tokens, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is not cheap. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was not cheap. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at, a, I, I managed to pull up the Steam charts for Rec Room here. <laughs> hey. present try, try that on. Grab it and put it on yourself. He's <laughs> to try that on. Is it on my body? Oh. You see it? Oh, you, you missed uh, it. No. <laughs> no. I'll teach you how to find it later. <laughs> okay. You <laughs> tried. You tried. Thank you. Maybe not. So I'll just like a, <laughs> a, a brief dive into the analytics here for those that are curious. I'll, I'll try to make this not totally dull. Um, so it looks like the game kind of has been relatively stagnant in late. Tw- I guess the holidays is just kind of always good for them because. Um, Around this time, around holiday season in 2019, they saw a nice jump, took them from about the 500 mark to the thousand mark. And similarly, they stayed kind of stagnant throughout most of 2020. But right at the end, kind of late November to to all the way through December, they've been getting a pretty good amount of growth. Growth, jeez. Um, we're looking at. Uh, numbers that started at, a, at pretty much exactly a thousand in November, and now they're they're very close to hitting two thousand over just a month, which is pretty incredible. So we'll see if that um, right. So we'll see if that levels out again um, as we uh, get into twenty twenty one and the holiday shopping spree ends, and you know the the buying the crazy purchases for like the Quest two and all these systems um dies off but again this is just steam this isn't taking into account all the amount of the amount of purchases that are on xbox i'm sure blows this out of the water so i'm sure rec room's actual overall growth is pretty incredible yeah it's it's definitely even in the time i got it when it was in beta on psvr and the amount of people the amount of content they say there's over 10 million members like you can tell because it used to be like you would pull you'd get on and play and you'd play the rec room made stuff and now like that's there's just so much more beyond that. i don't even i haven't even went into nearly all mm. nearly a percentage of it but there's so many things and people are actually getting really good at this stuff i've flown a plane in this that someone built out of contraptions like it's crazy what you can do with these contraptions. So <laughs> it's uh, it's really cool. Rec Room, it's its own thing. It's separate. You can't just design stuff put into it. Yes, yeah. you're wearing. So so for those of you listening, uh, Destiny got a gift given to her by Potato here. Yay. It's a cool little scarf that Thank makes you. her avatar look less yeah. boring. And she actually was able to put it on. You could <laughs> a little bit of jazz. stuff, you know. <laughs> And that's and that's different because the avatars in VR chat are so like pre-designed that you can copy them and you can wear them. But like this, there's like you can change a shirt color to a different shirt. You can like there's so much customization and it's so user friendly. You don't have to know how to use Blender to make an avatar. You just go in and you use you use the stuff you have. You find stuff. You buy stuff. Like, but you do have it's, to like it's so user friendly. <laughs> yeah. Now now it's different to you. You earn it by like you play a game and you win like three different prizes. You get to pick like this shirt or a a pizza mm-hmm. or something else you choose it where it used to be you would just get tokens and you would spend the token so it's still changing it's still evolving but it's 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 such a cool platform to see grow like this yeah. and and i hope that it keeps keeps expanding and they keep doing the right choices because there's always that crowd that's like oh they're, they're screwing up they're screwing up but i've i've enjoyed a lot of the changes mm-hmm. and and this game is you know the, more, far more than okay so what am I saying? VR chat is, you know, very art chat because it's such a social experience. They really don't focus enough on a lot of their game aspects. You know, they it's such a pain to get a new avatar. You basically, if, if you don't want to spend a ridiculous amount of hours just learning how to build a model correctly in like Unity or, I don't know, Blender or whatever. I mean, you have to bring it into Unity at the end of the day, which is such a pain of an interface to go through. It really is not for the lighthearted. Um and rec room it's it's like it's it's a proper game you know building an avatar is how about how you would expect for a typical game like you use current in-game currency to buy items and you apply them to your character and it's it's very simple and straightforward and honestly vr chat and some of those other programs should take a take a page out of this book (laughs) yeah well 20 million bucks that's good money i know what what, what do we want to super cool 
What what do we do? Potatoes, is there anything you want to see? You're you're the rat expert here. What would you besides them hiring you, what do you want to see them spend some of this money on? Uh uh I think mm, like for me and most other people, we just want to see like more Reckham originals because like obviously there are community rooms where um you can play other games, but the Reckham originals are like designed like really well and they have access to materials that like other creators don't. Um and like other props and stuff that we don't. Um, so like, yeah, seeing more Requiem originals, like definitely like more quests because like, I think right now we have five. Uh, I can only play three cause I'm on the quest, which is a bit sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, just mm-hmm. seeing like more Requiem originals cause they're like so much fun and you get a lot of plays in there. You get to meet new people. It's definitely something that I think everyone, including myself wants to see more of because um, I think we saw like, uh, I'm not sure. I think they gave us like a teaser for like, go-karts but i'm not sure if that was real or not but it'd be really cool to see like Mm. something like that as well as well as like other quests and more other mini games and stuff would be pretty cool truth Mm -hmm. i agree more i love the originals or maybe spend some of the money making it so the content creators have the power to actually make stuff as good as the originals that would be that would be amazing because you'd see some crazy explosions like there's I have not played one thing. There's amazing things that have been made by community members, but I haven't played anything that like compares to Crescendo or something. Like yeah. yeah. I would love to see that. And and they'll definitely as they implemented a lot of these things, I imagine they'll have to spend a bit of money on actually a team of lawyers, because we, we touched on it briefly before, but this is going to really it, there's a lot of copyright issues that can be involved with that. People putting copyrighted music in their rooms, people putting the creating copyrighted looking items i don't know there's there's a lot of room for error here on the part of creators parts that can really get rec room in trouble there's a you know youtube and twitch have been encountering a ton of that where they need a serious amount of work money going into just self like looking at all their creators and implementing systems to safely keep them um not sued by all these big companies (laughs) yes yeah so, so, you know, I want to say this happened, but, you know, Rec Room's going to have to tread very carefully here. They got, they don't want to get sued by Coca-Cola or whoever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be interesting. I'm sure they can do it. It'll be really cool to see that sort of business development that like a lot of social media platforms have had, but bringing that into a VR social space, oh, the future. I'm so excited. It'll be great. It's bright. Bright future. It is bright. Mm-hmm. Quite Shine bright. bright. <laughs> all right. With that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up here. Thank you all so much for listening. Things aren't over, though. We we The podcast ends, but you know what? We're still here, and After Hours begins. We are live streaming. There is some cool stuff. We'll be talking to the stream here in just a second. So for those of you that are listening, by all means, check out our YouTube channel. You will get some awesome content, including these live streams. Yes. Subscribe. Before we totally Mm -hmm. wrap up, Potato, if people want to find more of you, where should they go? We said a little bit. What what do you want to say? Uh, Yeah. I was going to say you can look at my name, but you turn names off. Uh, Yeah. You can find me at Potato Batman. (laughs) It's going to be a bit hard to explain how to spell it since since names are off. If Jay wants to turn that on, that would make it a lot easier. (laughs) Potato Batman. Yeah, it's, it's basically just potato, no space with Batman, with no A between the M and the N um, at the mm-hmm. at the end. Um, but yeah, basically search that up on YouTube and you can find me there. Uh, I make a lot of funny yeah. work room stuff, or at least I think it's funny. Uh, so yeah, it'll be great to see some of you guys <laughs> go over there. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's super cool. We love finished. his content. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's got some um, good and how, we will how have his link. stunt runner videos. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if you want to check him out, as he said, check out Potato Batman um, over on YouTube, or we have links in the show notes, and we've got links in the YouTube descriptions. It's good stuff. We'll drop a link here in chat in just a second, just if, for those that are interested. Um, so check him out. Check our YouTube channel out if you are listening on Spotify. Vice versa, if you are on YouTube right now, you're in the live stream, you're watching our video after the fact, whatever the case may be, and you're like, I want more of this content, but I want to do it in the convenience of my 
car or while I'm doing dishes or whatever it might be. This is a podcast. We are uploading this to Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're everywhere. If we are not where you want to listen to a podcast, let me know. And I will make sure we are on that platform. We're good that way. So check out our various podcast services. Check out our Discord channel. That's where all the chat learn well some of them are in notification squad but a lot of them rely on the discord you know that's where we put our announcements out it's where we chat with you all it's a cool place so head on over to our discord channel join our patreon community for five dollars a month if you want to just absolutely make sure your questions get on the q a because you will be bumped above the rest um and you get early access to the um podcasts if i get to them early and they are always uploaded in nice stereo high quality audio for our patreon community it's awesome stuff let's go mm-hmm. and with that we will officially wrap up the podcast thank you all for listening and we will see you episode 35 next week Woo! goodbye <laughs>